0: Y'all ready? To be history. Get started.
1: Welcome. Hi. 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 Hello, everyone to the Pro Audio Suite. These guys are professional, the motivated. Thanks to Tribooth, the best vocal booth for home or on the road voice recording, and Austrian Audio, making passion heard. Introducing Robert Marshall from Source Elements and Someone Audio Post, Chicago. Darren Robert Robertson from Voodoo Radio Imaging, Sydney. Tech to the VO stars. George the Tech Whitam from LA. And me, Andrew Peters, voiceover talent and home studio guy. Line up, man. And welcome to another Pro Audio Suite, thanks to Tribooth. Don't forget the code, T-R-I-P-A-P-200, to get $200 off your Tribooth. Also, Austrian Audio, making passion heard. And Passport VO, the collaboration between the Pro Audio Suite and Sentrance, with the new interface coming up later in the year. (coughs) I feel better for that. (laughs) Yes. What a lovely afternoon.
2: Play that again, Robert. Meanwhile, back on the pro audio suite...
1: <laughs> We're having a lovely cup of tea in a scone. Jam, anybody? Cream. Oh, dear. Lovely. 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 Only, only uh, what is
0: it, clotted.
1: With clotted cream, of course. Clotted if you're from the West memory. Country, you would know what clotted cream is, and mm-hmm. if you eat enough of it, your arteries will be clotted too. Yes, exactly. <laughs> And <laughs> so, um, <laughs> too many. I wanted this one.
3: I wanted this one.
2: There there Back to work. What were we talking about okay. this week? Your favourite toys? I think Roberts just answered the question. There we go. There's one down. <laughs> yeah.
1: So we are talking about our favourite DAW, and I think we're in for a bit of a Reaper rave from George. Okay.
0: So imagine if Pro Tools started with. What do you want your Pro Tools to look like? Mm -hmm. What would you like your hotkeys to be? How many uh, layers of tracks per per track would you like to have? And what kind of automations would you like to configure for your Pro Tools? And then you did that on every single system and did them all different and unique for each producer. Can you imagine your life? I know. Isn't Reaper powerful? Yeah. Can you imagine your life as an engineer support tech Mm -hmm. supporting... All these different and unique, you know, configurations, colors of the rainbow Reaper systems. That's Reaper, and that's the hell that Reaper creates for for guys like me and people like us. So we we tried to teach Reaper to our folks, and we did do it two two two. We did a four hour class, really two two hour classes. And the takeaway from it was, and Stephen Gonzalez who taught it. Really knows Reaper, right? I mean he knows Reaper, dude. Really, really knows it. Yep. He taught everybody how to make Reaper work the way that he likes to use Reaper for recording his audio for, you know, voiceover, e-learning and, and other kinds of long form projects and stuff. And and he is an engineer or is he a voice talent? Well he's he's both, right? Mm. And this lies mm. this the, here here lies the rub, right? There are a lot of us more technical sided folks who are dabbling or slash even thriving as voiceover actors, right? Um, I would say they are absolutely the minority, at least in at least in my world. And that's where because in my world, I'm working with the ones who don't know the technology because they literally yeah. they're the ones that hire us, right? So I'm sure there are a lot of... Thank God for that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of technically adept or even extremely technical um, voice actors out there. I mean, like, there's... um, There are definitely many, right? So what I've learned from watching the experience of others learning a new concept like using Reaper to replace what they are already using, which is really the context in which these folks are learning Reaper, right? They're not coming in to learn Reaper like this is your first recording studio, right? And it's like like Reaper feels like you're getting a giant box of Legos and there's no picture on the box,
1: right? Yes. That's Reaper, right? <laughs> So you're giving all these
0: people a giant box of Legos and then over a phone call or maybe over a screen share, you're explaining to them how to assemble their Legos to look like this studio, right? That's Reaper. Even Pro Tools, which obviously to the actor can seem a little daunting with multi-track functionality, the non-destructive aspect of it, the needing to rearm a track and understanding slip and shuffle mode and on and on is absolutely more straightforward than learning reaper. So, what I I kind of what I've taken away from it is I not that I don't think there's a way to teach reaper in a way that makes sense to the actor or to the actor who's coming from Twisted Wave or Audacity or Audition. Because there's a lot of folks, especially coming from Audition, they're tired of sending um, this little company that bought up all the technology, Adobe. <laughs> they bought, you know, <laughs> Macromedia and all these. Uh, they're tired of paying them for the use of this software after doing it for many years. And so they're looking at Reaper, but they come out away from it going, well, how do I do this one? thing, right? I used to be able to do X. And it's not that the answer is never, there's no way to do it, right? The Reaper, the Reaper tech or the Reaper trainer will never say that's not possible. They will then explain to you or teach you or set it up on how to do it. It might take 20 or 30 minutes or go through many steps, but they will eventually be able to make it do what you need it to do, right? So I just feel like Reaper is designed for people who are like the hobby of recording, right? They like the technology of recording. They embrace it. They love learning new technical things. They love customizing things to work to their, you know, ability. Um, But I don't feel like it's a strong tool for the performer. Even more so, I would say... If you feel you and you know who you are, if you're a very right brained person, Reaper, I don't feel, is a good place to start or even maybe in a right place to go. Um, I think it's better to stick with the really simple tools. And again, I know they're destructive. Twisted Wave is destructive. Wave Lab is destructive. I know that. But I feel like these are better tools for the job. What do you guys think? Well, I, I was going to say. I think
3: yeah. I think everyone should use Sound Designer two. Why? <laughs> yeah, I don't know because it's the same. Well, thing. somebody <laughs> yeah. said I missed Peak um, Bias um, Peak. They're hmm. all the Peak uh, Twisted Wave Sound Designer two Lab, They're all just waveform editor programs. Right. You know, I um, and and that's fine. It's easier to understand because it's a little bit more like comparing tape text to Microsoft Word. Yes, yes. And the full, you know, the the full, uh, you know, editing. Write your whole novel or just write a note. Right. And that's kind of the difference. I do disagree with the fact that um, Reaper can literally do it all. Reaper will beat pretty much any price point. Reaper is also incredibly stable and. Very lightweight. When you look at how small Reaper is compared to Pro Tools, it's like a couple hundred megs compared to A couple hundred. It's like like the install
0: file, it's like 25 megabytes for Reaper. Yeah, it's It's nothing.
3: And that just shows you how efficient and good it is. I mean, the only thing about Reaper is that because literally it does it all, to some people it's daunting, but I think what some people lack is the ability to shut out all the noise. It has a million menus. It has all kinds of stuff. And if you're like, hey, open Reaper, click here and open template that I made for you. Click here to record ARM and click there to roll. And if you just do those things, it's gonna do it's gonna do everything you want it to Reaper do. Reaper will even you know?
0: store the state of record arm. So when you open a new project, it will pre arm the track for you, which is pretty cool, right? So if if it is designed and built and tuned for that use case and configured properly and you have the right training to accompany that information, I think it could be a really good tool.
3: And you don't touch anything Well, that's
0: the thing, right? Now, (laughs) with with Pro Tools, (laughs) because it's a keyboard shortcut, you know, oriented tool set, if you fat finger a keystroke, you will change the way
2: Pro Tools runs. You'll launch a missile or something. <laughs> like the N button. Do you know how many times I hit yeah. the N button?
3: Bravo, I have, a, I have a way better one to fuck you up in Pro Tools. <laughs> Just
2: hit I'm sure it'd be shift backslash.
0: Shift
3: backslash? Shift backslash.
0: What's Is that the key? Oh, key God, the yeah. Enter key? That, Is that the backslash key you're talking about?
3: No, no, the, the, the key right next to the shift. I'm pretty sure it's the key oh, the right shift? next, yeah, to, the yeah, next yeah, to the shift. Key yeah, I right know right the one right, you mean. The yeah,
2: yeah. yeah the, the one you use on the web. When you're doing www, what's that do? Blah, Does blah, it change blah,
3: blah, the, the change the keyboard focus? It separates. Okay, 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 okay. You ready? It separates your playhead from your uh, kind of
2: recording. Oh, head you know what? Yeah. Edit people yeah, love that.
0: Yeah, this is one of the things that <sighs> I. The people that have been taught how to do that actually love that feature. Mm. It's not many people. Mm. It's it's terribly implemented
3: compared to the way it should. So that is, that, that's a feature that comes from video editing. Mm-hmm. And really it comes from um, like the Avid Media Composer. And, and that style of editing is known as source destination editing and works great for video and works great in general for post-production. And the problem with Pro Tools is that, you know, and it's funny, other programs almost have it. You look at, uh, what do you call it, the, the um, Adobe one? Audition? Um, Audition. Audition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it has a file editor.
0: Yeah, it's called Waveform.
3: And I don't yeah. know if you can. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't know if you can, but can you, like, copy from the file editor and paste? In yeah, yeah, you yeah that's CNC the whole point. Back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so that's kind of like a source destination editor mm-hmm. there. But Pro Tools doesn't have a file editor. So what you end up doing is having to, like, like the way I compare it with Pro Tools is it's the painter who has to mix his paints on the canvas that he's painting mm. on. Yeah. Because you don't get the palette. So you got to go pick someplace... 5 hours down the timeline that's going to be your palette. That that, that does fascinate source. me
0: that Avid has not decided to create a waveform editor function when literally everybody else Oh, has. They dumped it. And and they dumped it, right? They had sound designer oh, 2. Oh, that was there back okay. in
3: 1995 right. and they got rid of it in favor of Audio Suite. Here's how you're going to edit your yeah. files with Audio Suite. So
0: everything in Audio Suite is affecting the waveform. Yes. Right? But it's not destructive. Yeah. That though.
3: that that's the whole point of right. it. It's 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 the it's the destruct well it can be. And I use it destructively yeah. a yeah. lot. Do you? So I Oh yeah.
2: Why do you do that?
3: Any anytime you don't want to like wait for a long ass bounce and, and you just wanna do something to a yeah, file. True. Yeah, Like yeah, it, yeah. like and you know that's what you want, just yeah. like
0: like bang it with well, a noise. I I somebody taught me years ago shift command k because we were so tired of waiting for bouncing exporting right? so exporting audio would, we files we would right. apply yeah, exactly. uh, we were literally i mean voice actors specifically we're literally using pro tools as a non as a destructive waveform editor because we were doing everything directly to the file with audio suite shift command k and spitting out the file because we just refused to wait for a fucking real time bounce it was just when they added offline bounce i was able to go okay let me reteach you how to use Pro Tools the right way. <laughs>
3: I still use Shift Command K. Yeah, yeah I use it. I, st- yeah. I still I still use Shift Command K, and it's it's like constant. But that's sort of where that feature comes from. And I think we were first trying to think, think of ways to mess people up. But when you hit play and your cursor is not where you think it is, and and you're
0: not fully using that feature, oh, that'll, that'll really mess you That'll trip head. you up. Now for I was sure. thinking of another thing yeah. in Pro Tools that I think Randy Thomas showed me one time, and she says, "Why can't I do this in Twisted Wave?" And this was. I want to be able to play, listen, and edit behind the play cursor. So I want to be able to make selections. While while you're recording? No, while I'm playing back. Or while you're... So yeah, I want to yeah, play yeah. back. Oh, I, I, edit, I edit all the time
3: while it's recording. While, while it's, That's how uh, I edit the shot. Oh, while it's playing
0: back, right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah.
3: Yeah, so obvi- yeah. In fact, I play this game where I'm playing something and I try to de-breath it. Like in real time, mm-hmm. like, hey, can we hear that back? And I'll hit play. And then I'll just... Try to start cutting breaths before it gets to them. Eventually, it catches up. To <laughs> Only you. in slip mode, of course. right? No. Yeah, of course. Um yeah. yeah. So
0: yeah, I mean, it's um, it's fascinating the the different tools you can use in Pro Tools to be really, really fast when you're really, really good at it. You know, and that is definitely one of those those tools. And I've been asking actually Thomas w- for with Twist Wave now that maybe now that it's subscription, he'll you know hopefully it, it, he'll he'll have more a little more v- motivation to keep developing new features, but. A long time ago, I said, Hey, one thing that people really miss from Pro Tools is that ability is to be able to detach the selection from the playhead. In Twisted Wave, if you're playing, if you make a selection, it will immediately jump to whatever you've selected. Right. Yeah. So,
2: that's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. It is just, that's the, just the, the way the it
3: best works. One, the best one at this is Fairlight. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, talk about the best editor. That is Fairlight. Because what Fairlight does is your selection is exactly separate from the playhead. But Fairlight lacks like a bin to edit from. It lacks a source. So it's a bit like Pro Tools in that you kind of got to use your canvas as your palette. But what Fairlight does, which is amazing, is this. Imagine you have a word. The cat is red. All right? And you select the whole thing. The cat is red. And then before you copy, you go and you scrub and you put your cursor right on the ur of red. Okay? And so now you copy. Your cursor was at the URA red. And then you go over to your destination where you're going to cut it and you go and you're replacing a thing that said the dog is blue and has a much different pacing, but you need red to be where red is and blue to where be where blue is. And you put your cursor where blue on the destination is and it will paste that clip relative to the red. It'll put blue because that's where you. Your
2: cursor was. We have this in Twisted Wave, by the so way. It, yeah, and you can kind of do it on Pro Tools, but it's a much longer way around. Oh, the fucking sync point bullshit? Mm. Yeah, the sync point. No, yeah. Pro
3: Tools has a sync point. Command comma. And, and the problem yeah, with yeah. Pro Tools is you have to paste it, you have to paste it, and then you have to move it to the sync point. There's no paste to sync. Head, there's no head paste, there's no tail. Sorry, there's only head mm. paste. There's no tail paste, there's no sync paste it, in Pro Tools.
2: You can spot to the sync point. If you use spot mode, you can do it. That's the way I do it. You yeah. can
3: spot to the sync point, but you can't paste. You can't paste a sync point.
2: Yeah, but you, what I do is I cut and then I hit I, using spot, and then right. when, and then I paste using yeah. yeah when you paste, and then
3: you it, open
0: it.
2: the edit back up. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's a longer way around, much longer way around. Seven clicks. It. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah what they do in exactly. the,
0: actually twist a wave and and the waveform editor in Audition both have something called special paste or mix paste, and and so it does a similar thing. You can select yeah. any length of audio. Then you can choose any length of paste point, and it will change the length of that selection to match the length of the.
3: No, Pro Tools will do that. Yeah, Pro Tools will do that, like like paste to fill and okay, things like okay.
0: that. This is different, then. Got it.
3: Yeah, I'm talking about like pasting something and putting the oh, the, the
0: exact moment the, like- the, where the play cursor was.
3: Yeah, yeah, pasting it relative to
0: where the pay- play cursor
3: was. Everything else just pastes relative to the beginning of wow, the selection. that's pretty clever,
0: actually. So that's one reason why, like, Buzzies and stuff loved using Fairlight's, because they were really fast on it. If you're editing dialogue, the Fairlight was the sharpest knife. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That was the only studio. I mean, I have been a lot of, I have not been into a lot of studios, but I remember the only studio I'd ever been in with Fairlight actively being used was Buzzies, in, um...
3: There, there's a few, but they all tended to be, like, you know, it's funny. Like NFL films, I think might still use Fairlight. Mm. I'm not sure, but there's a there's a few holdouts. But a lot of them were very much in like. Well, the isn't Fairlight editing. now free
0: because it's just built into uh, DaVinci Resolve? It is.
3: It is. Oh, no, is it really? Yeah, but you mm. you would find you would find Reaper easier to deal with than Fairlight when it comes to its bussing structure. Mm. But that said, like, Fairlight just came out with a clarity of their own. Like, like they have, like, a clarity plugin built into
0: Fairlight yeah. now. I mean, but if you don't need the complex yeah. busing, blah, 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 would Fairlight be easy to learn to edit on?
2: Well, I, I had to learn, and we're talking a few years ago now, when I went to mm-hmm. um, a post-production house here many years ago called um, Take Two. I went as senior sound designer. Um, they had uh, a Fairlight, and they were running it through the Prodigy surround console. Um, and I, I'd, I'd come from Pro Tools, and then I'd been at George Pats, and we had DSP. And the Prodigy was the Amic, right? Yeah, and we yeah. had DSP. Oh, at, we oh,
3: had, oh, those those three screen those three screen DSP systems.
2: Yeah, we had those. We like had that the, at George Pats, the advertising room, agency I'd yeah. been at before I went to Take Two. So I'd never sat behind a Fairlight. And, and we're talking a while ago now, so I can't speak for the current version. But I, I picked it up reasonably quickly. I didn't. I didn't find it difficult. It was just remembering keystrokes and, you know, finding your way around the, the sort of layout. I guess more fairly, than anything.
3: I mean, I'm sure it's like anything else. Like like once you get to know it, it's
0: um, you know, it it's great.
3: I, I'm not. I'm not familiar with its busing structure, and it feels a little bit caged. Is it worth in.
0: get? I guess that's my point. Is it, is it worth getting to know it? It's my point. Like you know, I'm just thinking. Like you know, we're used to twisted wave.
2: It's. So I think easy. Da
3: Vinci is a bulky application for a voice actor. Are we talking? You know.
2: Yeah, I was yeah. going to say if we're talking voice actors, I keep it simple. I mean, I, I guess my question to you, George, to take a few steps back was going to be because. Um, you know i i i'll be honest I, I don't stray much from pro tools and and audition the two, my two main doors for a voice actor is there a difficulty in just sticking to the two track editor in audition is there or is it just a cost thing what's the what's the deal with that cuz if i was a voice actor that would be what i'd be using i just use that mhm
3: i mean why not just use audacity if 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 what you're looking for is simple cheap two track editing maybe sort of pseudo multi track you know audacity
0: does it for Audacity well. is fine. I mean, just and, I, I like yeah. software that has support. You know, I like having mm. a guy yeah, or yeah. a team They're... to talk to. And, you know, it's, it's, and that's why I can do almost everything in Twisted Wave I can do with Audacity. I can't do everything in Twisted Wave that I can do in Audacity, right? I mean, Audacity has the macro function and Audacity is like a, a if they made it love child of batch processing and stacking. Right? To a macro, I can add normalize. I can't add normalize to a batch. right? I can't add normalize to a rack. You can't use a... it. I'm, I'm
3: I'm sure Audacity has a thousand holes in it because it's like the open source. Kumbaya. Right. But it's getting better <laughs> like, all the time. Soup with no right? taste. Because I,
0: I have to support <laughs> it. So I, and I, I try to stay on top of it. Yeah. And it's getting better and better and better and better. Um, but it's still like you open certain plugins and you're going, whoever came up with this idea of how a compressor should work, has never really used one before. It's like, what the hell are these controls? Why is there a gate setting in my compressor? What the
2: heck is that for?
0: Um, So, yeah, very
2: strange. How does um, Audition's automation stack up against some other doors, George? Because that's really intuitive. You can basically tell it to start recording an automation, go and do everything you want to do and then tell it to stop and then add it to a hotkey. You can't do everything, but you can do a lot. You can do a lot. And that's my question is how does it compare to some of the other ones?
3: Reaper is actually probably going to take the cake here because Reaper is fully scriptable. Fully scriptable. Not that it's easy. And... Fully, like like this is something that Pro Tools just added, and that makes Reaper like really powerful. And the other thing that Reaper has, and I don't know if it's part of it, but there's these other companies like um, SWS Extensions, and they make whole worlds of stuff. That um, like Reaper has a number of capabilities that other workstations kind of don't. In a way, like one of the things that, that SWS could do is re- was snapshot the mixer. And change the number of channels and even all kinds of stuff. It was almost like opening a different session within the session. And then we all know, like, Reaper can record straight from a track right onto itself, which you can't do in Pro Tools. You can't do pretty much in anything. And Audition's horrible because Audition can't even record itself. It can only waterfall out the, the... It's just, like, top to bottom. There's no... Going back up to the top within itself. So so audition's incredibly
0: limited. It is limited in that in sense. certain ways it's very nice that what it would have like the the favorites thing is nice. It's
3: very it's it's like it never got its like nineteen ninety-five. No, it soft. never
0: and I have to say about Adobe Audition, I hope you guys are listening over there at Adobe. What happened to Durin Gleaves? And what happened to the team at Adobe Audition that cared about Adobe Audition? I don't know if there's anybody left over there that cares about Adobe Audition. Yeah. They, they've they stopped updating it. All they do is they do an annual refresh just to say there's a new version. because And they, they make it to. look prettier. Yeah, that's about
2: but, it. No, not really.
0: I mean, I've been teaching it for three years and it hasn't changed one iota. The, right? the last feature I saw
3: was 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 where they provided, like, a really nice ducking feature. Mm-hmm. And I think CoolEdit did not have the spectral view and Audition put in the right. spectral view. But the, the, the spectral
0: but, view on Audition is very very good. Um, the the other thing that Audition yeah. can do that's a very powerful tool for really many people in audio for voiceover especially or anybody mastering for podcast, video, YouTube, whatever is loudness ma- or match mm-hmm. loudness, yep. and that's a really really yeah, useful cool. tool.
3: Yeah. But these are all things that like like what you're buying there for thirty five bucks is is like you're getting a lot of some features. That you would have to pay third party for through something like Pro Tools, they try to pack a lot into there, Um, and it's not necessarily the best implementation of it. But it's in there already, so you know value. It's it's in there, and you're like, shit. I'll just use this because I got it now. It's not that Audition is not powerful, but I do think that I fail to see how Audition is any more or less complex than reaper in terms of if you don't know what you're looking at, they both look infinitely daunting. And so I don't see how... Like, there's plenty of things in Audition not to click on and don't do that, and you're going to mess yourself up. So how is it any different than Reaper?
0: Well, at least in Audition, I can go in there and quickly make them a workspace that has exactly what they need to see and nothing else. Yeah. Like, I can do that. You can remove items from the menus, or what Um, do you mean? No, but what you visually see on screen is completely customizable, and you can store The whole workspace. I
3: I would be surprised if you you, like you can you can remove things from the screens and you can simplify Reaper.
0: I'm sure I can. I just don't know how yet. I'll bet you (laughs) it doesn't it does I just I haven't gotten over the learning curve. Even though I sat and watched a four hour class, I still don't feel confident I could sit down and do that.
3: I keep on finding just like new stuff in Reaper. Like Reaper will edit video. Yes, I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's like and it kinda like it kinda does surround, but it's really not well implemented. Like there's certain things that Reaper yeah. does. Did you know that Twisted Wave can edit video? Yes. I remember you uh, like that came up. Yeah. Yep. But twisted wave editing video is a little bit more like QuickTime. Correct. I mean, QuickTime could but edit more, video. More but more useful.
0: Like it, you can you can go yeah, through well, you and you can jump actually see what you video And just trim it down. Yeah. Exactly. You know what the tool is right now? The, right. Honestly, is what I feel like I need to start teaching people if they're willing to pay for the fee. Is Descript. Have you guys spent any time really using and learning Descript yet?
3: No. So Descript lets you load the file in. Like, like first of all, Descript is all online, so it's no. nothing but subscription. Well, it's not. It is subscription, but really? no, it's an app. It's like storage based or time based or something, it's, isn't it? It's do do transcription it it?
0: based. Time? It's it's their primary thing. Basically, Descript is scot free until you turn on Description. I'm I'm transcription. It's come. You can use Descript for free as long as you want. If you want the transcription feature, that's when you start paying for it. And then you can edit using text. Correct. Yeah. And it does it very, very well. And if you guys can go look. You can you can hate all my videos or you can tell me you like them, but watch the last three or four <laughs> YouTubes I've done. All of them were cut into script. All of them produced into script, 100%. No, it's, ah. it's an incredibly useful feature. And the fact that I can shoot a product review that would take me two to four hours of Production and post-production time, right? I can do that now in an hour. I can make a ten-minute YouTube, tightly edited, very tightly cut video. Can you? Can you not even edit it? Can you just give it to ChatGTP to edit? Maybe someday. Well, probably. Well, that's a good point. I could take I the transcript, load it into ChatGTP, say do a say do of do a short version, of, make a yeah. four hundred word version of this video, take that, put it back into the editor. Boom, re-edited by ChatGPT. I haven't tried that yet, but
3: yeah, but but you'd have to tell ChatGTP to do a 400-word version of it without using any words that were not originally pasted in there.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it, it would not. It would it would be a goofy experiment. But I I don't. I have not yeah. done this. No, but yeah. what I do on it all the time, is I say, shorten all word gaps that are longer than 0.3 seconds.
3: Boom. Yeah, so ChatGTP is not going to do that for you, but 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 you can get a lot of the, like, just
0: the, tedious the tediousness. of, of editing, editing down, especially if you just leave your camera rolling, you know? Yeah. Like, if you're self-producing a video of, of a product review, you're fumbling around, you're putting this thing in, you're doing this step, you're, you're putting all this crap together. First thing I would normally do is watch the whole video, log all the shots, right, find all the deads, remove all the da-da-da. Th- this thing, I just go, yeah, just shorten all the gaps in the speech by... You know that are longer than 0. 0.3 seconds,
3: but, but it just doesn't. Okay, so you're you're suggesting Descript as a as a
0: recorder as well. Oh, I'm or, doing everything. Or, in or you're just saying that because of its editing. I'm literally function. doing everything right. in Descript, shooting everything. I'm I use my iPhone and I use Cam Camo, which turns my phone into a, a webcam, and it shoots uh, directly uh, webcam, into yeah. Descript. When I'm done, it's all in there. It's in there, baby. Audio is tracking separately and then i have to sync them up together later which is you know they're not in perfect sync so i have to do that but um it's pretty freaking slick um
3: but they're not in sync now because of descript because of camo because of camo
0: because it's over wi-fi i'm using it yeah, over wi-fi because yeah. you're over so wifi, there's a little yeah. about a third second like lag but um yeah but you don't even need to do video at all you just you can just use descript as an audio editor i mean it's uh right but but, so
3: what, but what were we solving before? It's like, hey, voiceover person, use Reaper. No, Reaper's What we're solving complex. is
0: when people have um, a fucking conniption when they see a waveform on screen. Exactly.
1: <laughs> and as the only person who, who's not technical in this discussion, right. which <laughs> I've been the listener, um, you know, I'd, Reaper, nah. Pro Tools, nah. You know, Twisted Wave, yep. Wave Lab, mm. yep. Mm. Simple, simple. I mean, I can get myself in trouble on WaveLab as well. I don't have too much of an issue with Twisted Wave. That seems to be pretty intuitive. Um, but yeah, I, I would not go into multi-track at all. Leave that for the engineers. Well, you have no need to. I don't do find
3: I don't no. find Twisted Wave editing to be a very fine-tooth comb when it comes to if you're trying to like edit a word in that somebody didn't say and make it sound natural. The fact that once you paste it in there, you can't slip and open up the tails. You can, or heads you of can your do edit. it one time.
0: You can make a single edit. You can trim the boundary of that edit. But once you move to your next edit, the trim boundaries are gone. You Yeah. And, th- and that I think is a feature, not a bug for an actor. You have to make a frigging decision and move on. Actors that are thinking about non-destructive, they're like, well, I, what if I want to go back? I'm like, no, no, you're not paid to engineer. <laughs> you're, you're not paid yeah, for exactly. that. That's you you right. have to make a decision and move the hell on. You can't sit there and agonize over three different layers, three different, um, what do they call them, lanes and replay. Lanes. <laughs> you can't agonize over these three different lanes of takes that you just did and comp together an audiobook. You can't do that. <laughs> you have to just move on. So that's where I feel like that that extra power and function, while it's very useful,
3: but but but
0: it's if
3: if it's like ooh it's a tough one and you're not sure and then you're like I can't move on with the rest of my work until I fix this edit, ah, I just have to go with this and then later when you're like oh shit I really made a bad one there, now you're re-recording that section probably. Because yeah, you but you know what?
0: For actors, they can re-record it faster than they can re-edit it. Correct. Yeah. Because yeah. they're they're better at acting. And I tell people all the time, actors, are you better at editor or are you a better actor? <laughs> you know, they're gonna say, I want a better actor. I'm like, would it be better for you to just re record that line than it is for you to just read piece it together from five different takes and comp it? Uh yeah. <laughs> like so that's really? your yeah, answer. It's so like re record. You know, that's, yeah. like you know, that's yeah. that really what it comes down to. If you are the actor, you have the luxury of re recording. If you're the producer engineer, you do not. Well, you now there's ways yeah. to do it.
3: But well sometimes sometimes the creatives get hung up on a take. Oh yeah. The creatives yeah.
0: meaning the 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 producers or the the, the writers, writers yeah. the
1: directors mm-hmm. yeah. But if 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 people are listening in and they're hung up on a take then you give them everything they need and let the engineer do it. If if like if I'm working on my and own. The,
3: this is more about like audio books yeah. where there's just so much of it there's no way that anybody's like Fine tooth combing. No, all if of it. they are, yeah. then,
0: shan- then then I'm then I'm really sad for you as an actor if you have to deal with. Yeah, it. yeah exactly. Like I, I work with yeah. voice actors all the time who do a ball, audiobook narration, and I'm like, how long is it taking you to finish that chapter? You know, we talk about ratio all the time. What's your ratio? Um, uh, it takes me about eight hours per finished hour. I'm like
2: that's too long. It's way too long. It's crazy.
0: <laughs> if you're doing, if you're putting eight hours in, man, you you just need to. Well, and, and the problem is, is I think a lot of those folks are not people that started as an audiobook narrator. They started as a voiceover actor, and and the goal of pumping out a perfect thirty-second commercial and a thirty-hour audiobook is an extremely different. An audiobook is much more like a live performance. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And and you have to be able to lay it out. Like,
3: I mean, that is the same thing as the band that has to overdub everything, or the band that just like plays it, and like
0: you are like shit, like yeah. The, Monitor. I know we've digressed uh-huh. of so many co- topics, but it re- this is leads me to the whole, don't sound, don't make your finished product sound so perfect that you sound like an AI. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right?
0: Keep the humanness yeah. in there. Keep yeah. the fact that, yeah, sometimes there is a mouth noise or sometimes there is a little weird little thing in there. That's okay. Because keep in mind, the listener is going to hear that and not even register it unless it makes what you just said unintelligible. Like you had a marble in your mouth. Unless it's completely unintelligible, yeah, then they're going mean, to hear what you said with the flaw and they're going to move on. Like all the time, to- people all the time send me an audio
3: clip and they say. A lot depends on what the
0: genre is. They'll, they'll say, listen to this file. And I go, okay. And they're like, didn't you hear all the mistakes? Or Didn't you hear all the noises or the glitches, whatever, right? And I'm like, um, no. Can you give me a, an example? And they'll say, well, at 30.2 seconds, they, I made this, there was this noise. And I'm like, okay select it zoom in listen to it closer play it okay oh yeah no i i do i do hear what you're talking about you're going to have to let that go <laughs> you're going to have to move on man and that's what's really hard for some actors about when they self produce
1: they have to It's be able difficult to just because you you do you get buried in the menu type. Yeah. like if you don't I mean, look, I, I have to hurt it myself as well. I do some long-form thing and I sure. go through it all and then you have to go back to make sure, you know, make sure you pick up all no the mistakes you made. mistakes, right, yeah. Yeah, and then go back in and record that sentence or the, pick, pick up those up. lines again and yeah. drop it in. Um, but if you get caught up with every tiny little noise or... Something between words. Where did you hear my hear nose
0: it. did that little thing there, yeah. with that glottal stop <laughs> thing, or the? I'm like, yeah. it's.
1: Oh, it's and okay. the pain, I, I, I knocked, I knocked the, you know, music stand or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, which is so in the it, distance, you're not going to hear it anyway. At,
3: at the same time, it's like don't don't sound like like the swamp and and just like let every mouth click through because it can be pretty bad if you sound like really nasty, but, but I I agree. It's like, I, I I think especially with the books on tape crowd um, and I'm surprised at how many, it depends on where you're coming from. If you're a musician, this is like second nature, but the ability to read literally along with yourself and then you can just punch anywhere at some point because you're like on the same track literally and punch right over a consonant. No one will ever, ever know. Don't punch over a vowel. So just like, oh, I messed up somewhere over there. Roll back, start reading along with yourself. And on the next like You said the word trend. No, words, it's tran. Tra-
0: oh, correct. So you punch in on the T and you can nail yeah. it punch in. That takes practice, but it's practice, <laughs> it's learnable. And 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 you can set
3: you can set the auto punch, but the thing is not to come in and be like, listen to it, listen to it. Tran. You have to read everything along before it. Yep, you and did. you're basically self-editing and then it makes it a lot
1: easier. I used to love doing that, actually. Yeah. When, when I used to go to sessions and they'd go, can you we'll pick up, can you just read in? And I'd try desperately to make it phase.
3: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, so you were you
0: speaking, succeeded. you had matched your prior take so yeah, closely yeah, to that the it sounded like
3: phasing. A, The pitch. The, chorus, pitch, the double, the chorus, like yeah. a
1: phasing sound.
3: Yeah. It starts to sound like Pink yeah. Floyd, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: like, it's, that's it, a yeah, good point. <laughs> It's very cool when you do it. <laughs> you know what? No one can do that
3: anymore. That is a, like, uh, when you were recording the tape, that was what you needed yeah. to do. And, like, now it's like, I mean, I'll, I'll record all kinds of stuff, like music and um, especially, I'll just say it, like a lot of rap mm-hmm. stuff. You hear in rap now jump edits where, like, there's no way someone did that. There should have been a breath there. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. an impossible, you can't do yeah. it. Okay and it's like well, where does this come from now. this comes from not punching in proper no it's an aesthetic it's just like auto tune yeah, is an yes, aesthetic yeah. of abuse of the okay this is an artifact of
1: not knowing how to punch mm, in yeah and someone eventually having to deal mm-hmm. with it but it's like it's like, like video video editing with all the crash edits it's now yeah. with youtube it's, everyone it's a, accepts it's it audio it's like crash edit. why would yeah. you do exactly. i see crash edits and go oh my god if I'd done a crash edit when I was working in television, I'd be fired. I I agree with you,
0: right? So I sat down with my dad when I was back east a couple of weeks ago, and I said, "Hey, watch this video I did. You know, it's a hundred. It's like hundred and seventy crash edits, right? Because yeah. what I told the script, hey, will you remove all the all the gaps? You know, make every edit point two seconds, right?" And yep. then it shells. it says, okay, I'm going to remove hundred. I'm going to do a hundred and whatever. It counts the number of edits. It says, okay, I'm going to, here you go. All right, here you go. And then when you, it does it like instantly. And then you have a million little slashes, right? Where it edited. And I have to, you know, and they're not all perfect, right? So I clean it up a little bit, right? And then I make the video and I have my dad watch it. My dad is my dad. He's 25 years older than me, right? I'm thinking he's yep. going to watch this video and be irritated, with the crash edits, the jump cuts, whatever you want to call it. I thought he was going to be like, Dad, George, this is annoying. This is really frustrating to listen to or watch, right? Near the end of the video, I said, Dad, I had to listen to you for 25, 40 years and I have to listen to you some (laughs) more. I get to the end of the video, I'm like, Dad, what did you think of that? Did you see all the edits? I edited the heck out. You know, it's got a million little edits. He's like, oh, I I didn't even
1: notice. Isn't it funny? (laughs) Yeah. So you'd always have the... The cut of the um, what well, used to call them knotty shots and or whatever or pickups, so you'd always have a like second or third reel that you could use for cut in. So when you're doing an edit like that, you could do a drop in to cover up the the edit.
3: Does Twisted Wave have slip? Can you t- can you cut the breath out and leave the time?
0: I do a thing called a special uh, paste, and I paste. paste over room tone where yeah. I yeah
1: the... yeah that's what I do. It when I fast. do an edit. I mean, you know I do it. It's
0: quick, but still, yeah, yeah. That's how we do it. Yeah. And we silence. I don't recommend silencing, but you can just silence. Select an S will silence
1: or mute anything. Actually, you can
0: do
3: another it's, thing. It is. You- it is like. I mean, it's like a very dull knife, is what it is. It's yeah. You can do like a. You,
1: you can do a fade. You can. That sometimes yeah. that works if, if you want to do it It's just it like
0: brutal, brutal moves. It's brutal
3: moves,
1: yeah. but it's brutally
0: quick. Like it's it's like um when, especially because of the the uh, zero crossing. You know, you turn on auto extend yeah, zero crossing. Edits the zero edits crossings. are just always yeah. dead accurate. I mean,
3: they're not they okay. They're they're not dead accurate. It's like the guy that makes a good sculpture with a chainsaw and a block of ice, <laughs> yes. or the guy that peer who can
0: who can make an, a a painting of uh, you know the uh, the cosmos with a. Paper plate and a spray can. With spray you know, cans and shit. Yeah, what the yeah. hell did I just totally. watch? Um, yeah, that's yeah. what twisted. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, do you, know, do you know
3: what I was? Do you know what I was watching? Just, just so you, uh, Do you remember like Star Wars and, and like the scene where Han Solo flies mm-hmm. through a, an asteroid mm-hmm. field? And they're talking about the different styles of these guys at ILM, and one guy is like perfect. You just everything. It's like he makes the meteor that is fifty miles away have craters yeah, and too stuff. Much detail, yeah. And the other guy's like. Yeah, and the other guy's like, yeah, um, there might be some potatoes in that asteroid field. Yes. And then they slow it down, and there's just potatoes yeah. <laughs> in the asteroid field. <laughs>
1: That's great.
3: It's what it's works. Each, and each guy you know, has his like,
0: place, right? One guy knows how to get the job right. done for that budget, and the other guy knows how to be the perfectionist. One guy
3: feels better about designing the details right. on it, and the other guy feels better about just, like, having that Hollywood, you know, like— you walk behind the building, okay. and it's just like being held up So now, by two- but now I'm going to this- say
0: that Twisted Wave <laughs> is the space potato, the, the 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 Star Wars space potatoes of editors. Yeah,
3: yeah, I like I like the uh, Chainsaw and Block okay, of Ice. It is thing. definitely effective, but it's it's like
1: I don't know. But then there's there is one guy you missed. You missed one guy. There's the one guy who can make a meal out of an asteroid field. Who's that? The guy who makes Who's the that? potatoes. Oh. oh yes,
3: right.
0: Uh. Wait, what were we talking about again? Exactly. It started as my no use,
1: don't use Reaper ramp but yeah, exactly. yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> right. So right. don't pay the Reaper, pay the Twisted Way. Well, that was fun. Is it over?